Hi. Hi. I'm the morally corrupt Eve 6000. And I'm the pernicious etc etc. We're here to spill the tea on all the housewives drama. So get ready to own it, baby, because we're going to mention it all. Strap on your Herman Munster shoes and take several seats, darling. And how are we doing? Not well, bitch. It's your host, Eve6000, and my fabulous, gorgeous co-host, etc., etc., is out this week because she is traveling on a cruise again. She loves to go cruising. And in her stead, we have an amazing replacement for you all. Uh, You are going to love this queen. She is uh, an amazing, amazing comedic presence. Um, She's very much... What's that lady? What's that lady that I always compare you to? (laughs) <laughs> or the wait you've done you've done numbers like based on her before who's the famous andrea lady martin, that a- andrea martin yeah she's the andrea martin of drag she's the andrea martin of drag 100 percent. the kids um, don't get that reference and... <laughs> i feel like housewives listeners will get that reference i don't know I hope so. maybe maybe I hope not so. <clears throat> anyways everybody give it up for selena vile hello i'm sorry i'm not a drag race girl can you hear the applause <laughs> Can you hear the people sing? Is this a musical theater podcast too? Because I will break into song. I love the applause, applause, applause. <laughs> no, we can't sing anything because then we'll get um, tagged and the podcast will get taken down. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Copyright, baby. Anyway, what have you been up to, Selena? Who me? Depression. That's one thing. Um, but other yeah. than that, uh, December is actually a really nice, busy month for me with a bunch of comedy shows. I tour with uh, a few other comedy queens here in Toronto, and we do a comedy show called Work the Mic, where we do basically anything but lip syncs, but then we always throw in some lip syncs just to make people happy, because that's what people seem to want. And uh, I have my improvised cabaret coming up next week. Are you going to come, Eve? Are you going to come? Oh, yeah. When is it? Wednesday, the 14th of December, at 8 o'clock at Comedy Bar in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Yeah, I should be able to come. Great. I have Jelly playing uh, music for me. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know Jelly could do that. Yeah, Jelly's an amazing musician. Wow. We were going to book yeah. Jelly for our event, too, but um, we we went with Steak, and then Steak canceled last minute. So. <laughs> Did you end up getting Jelly instead, yeah. though, or no? No, because honestly, with with the, the ticket sales, we were like, okay, let's just not bring anyone else, because... It's Fair. just, we can't even afford it. Like, it's just not. It's know. hard out here. It's hard these days to produce an event. I get it. Yeah. I get it. We have to try and, like, get some money for ourselves because we did work really hard on this and it took a long time yeah. to make this happen. And it's like, okay, I guess people don't really care about supporting the trans uh, community. But, hey, there we go. I cannot go to the show, but I did post online that I would pay for people to go. Yeah. And I have so someone take me up on the first? offer. You heard it here first. Selena hates uh, trans people, so she will not be coming to the show. <laughs> yeah, that's why I paid for other trans people to go to your show. <laughs> yes. But you didn't want to see the transness yourself. You're like, nope, that's too much for me. <laughs> I'm looking at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> a 
okay, fair. Um, so yeah, I have been putting on this event, and um, I, today I'm going to go and see Mariah Carey by myself. You're going? Um, yeah. Where Where is she performing? Scotiabank. Oh my god, that's a giant venue for a small-time person like Mariah Carey. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is going, sold out, just so you know. You're going alone. <clears throat> are you um, expecting her to be lip-syncing? Are you expecting her to be singing live? Are you expecting a microphone oh, accident to happen, or what? Um, well, listen, I mean, there's, there's always, like, lip-synced pieces and live pieces, you know? And she has... Not at Beyonce like, shows. <laughs> uh, bitch, Beyonce fucking lip-syncs. I could prove it to you. I could prove I it could to prove you. that she does it. I've been to her shows where mishaps Girl. have happened, and there was no lip-sync backing. Yes, there are times when she is absolutely 100% live. There are also times when it's lip synced, and that is a fact for all performers. Because you know, if you're touring the, if you were touring the world, would you be hitting all the the biggest notes every single night? You wouldn't, because well, no, because I can't sing, but Beyonce could. Well, yeah, for me as a vocalist, I know that. Uh... Do you think Celine? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Celine Dion? By the way, Celine Dion. Oh my God, Celine Dion! I know. It's heartbreak. It's my greatest fear. Is that like? Because we, as performers, use our bodies and our voices, and once you lose mm-hmm. that, you literally lose everything. You like you lose your entire yeah. identity. Yeah. Ooh. Well, for a while, I was having re- a really hard time with my hands. Um, I was mm-hmm. having like a really bad, um, like I guess RSI, like repetitive strain injury, with my hands from drawing too much. Because oh, I was yeah. doing so many commissions, and that's how I was, you know, paying all my bills and everything. So I was taking on so many commissions. I was working constantly with commissions. And it's really hard um, because it destroys your hands. And then that makes you feel like, oh, my God, like, I don't, like, how the fuck am I going to do what I do without my hands, you know? And that's why I stopped, um, I stopped styling my own hair. Because, um, first of all, I was never that good at it, but also because yeah, we know. I can't, like, it was just so much, shut the fuck up. It was so <laughs> much strain on my hands to, like, you know, right. pulling the hair up and, like, teasing it all down like that and everything. Like, there's so much, like, there's so much vigorous, like, work that oh, goes yeah. into that. So I, I had to stop styling my own wigs, and um, I just... I sort of tried to scale back and not work so much. And then I, I made up I made up getting a surgery when I went to Drag Race because <laughs> I had a lot of clients where I had already taken their commission, but I couldn't oh. complete it because I was going to Drag Race. So I was like, yeah, so I'm getting a surgery. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to Istanbul. I'm getting a surgery. Yes. <laughs> or Constantinople. <clears throat> Yeah, as a place for sure. Um, I <laughs> I really relate to that because I have like chronic illness that's undiagnosed, mm-hmm. and I've been going to a rheumatologist who keeps ignoring my calls and is like, "We'll get you an appointment to get tested for this." And it's been two years, and I still don't have that appointment. And I keep calling, and they're like, yeah. "It's coming," and I'm like, "Well, in the meantime, can we test for other things?" And they're like, "No," and I'm like, "What the hell is <laughs> happening?" The Canadian healthcare system. Listen, we have free healthcare, but it is not the best healthcare. Yeah, I talked about this on Twitter with someone recently because um, there was this video of this like really amazing like aftercare center for like pregnant women for after they have their babies, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is the kind of shit that they get for free in Norway. <laughs> and then somebody right. replied to me, and they're like, they're like, don't you guys have free healthcare in Canada? I'm like, we have like basically what we have is like the bare bones of like 
the absolute necessities of healthcare, we have most of it. But when it comes to dental, vision, uh-huh. um, mental health, like there's uh-huh. so many things that are not covered. Specific issues, like I'm trans, I'm I I go to my endocrinologist, which is covered, but the medications that I have to use are not covered. Ooh. So I have to pay for that out of pocket, which they're not too expensive, thank God, but they okay, are going to get more expensive as the dose goes up. So right. That's wild. It's like expensive to be you. It's expensive to be me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Erica, please find a new husband and give me like 50K and I will <laughs> get all my surgeries and shit. Girl, I need that money. Yes, give this girl some money. Money won't I'm... buy you clothes. We're just going to devolve into like every housewife <laughs> song. <laughs> yes. This is the musical episode. Exactly. Oh, I would love that. You, you should do an. Do I watch who? Huh? What? Do you watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer? I watched the first like four seasons religiously, but I didn't watch the rest. Okay, well, you have to watch the sixth season because there's a musical episode in it. Oh, no, I have seen that. They, they showed us that in film school. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I learned yeah. about it. I was like, Buffy did a musical episode when I stopped watching? What the hell? Yeah, it's so good, actually. It's such a good episode, too. And, like, even the people who can't sing were very good in it. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of autotune, but it was good. Yeah, it was great. When I was in theater school, we did these, like, coffee houses. And me and my friend Lindsay one time did um, I'll Never Tell. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it was a really adorable number. I love that. Okay, um, so enough of Selena Vile just, like, yammering on about shit nobody cares about. I invited me here. (laughs) (laughs) We are here today to discuss uh, The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Season 3, Episode 10. What did you think of this episode? Uh, I mean... An episode that is just Jen Shaw yelling is never fun to watch. <laughs> I like it. I think um, <laughs> this this episode was fun because it's like, I don't know, this, this show is like very chaotic. Like there's yes. always like 10 different things going on at one time. And I love that. They have an amazing cast, like from the beginning. I mean, none of the, the girls have not changed except Mary Cosby left, but... They have a fan. Little girl. Little girl. I love that (laughs) Meredith thought she could drop that line today. Yeah. Little girl. (laughs) (laughs) She, it's a great cast. Like, this is an all-star cast. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the Salt Lake City cast. I think they're so good. And also, I really like the Friends of. I like Angie Katzenavis. I've Mm. been saying that her last name sounds like a British person saying the cats are nervous. (laughs) It does. (laughs) Captain Avis. Uh, <laughs> that's very cute. Um, she's showing up to work. I like her. I like that Dana is trying, but she doesn't have the personality. She's like still like mm-hmm. everything she says, she says like so dry and like so like timid still. And I'm like, okay, either like, like show up okay. or go. In. Yes. Uh, so we start out this episode, Jen and Angie Cats Are Nervous are talking about their respective groups and what happened. And, um, Jen is ranting like Bill O'Reilly and Angie is like whining. So. Yes. And they each have their teams with them. So Jen has Heather and Meredith, which mm-hmm. is so funny to me because Meredith would not speak mm-hmm. to her last season. And then. Yeah. Or two seasons ago or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then what's her face? 
who does who does Angie have? She has Lisa and Whitney and Dana, who is Heather's yes. friend. Yes. Which also Dana doesn't like Angie K. Or wait, no, do they? Oh, actually, I don't even know. My favorite part know. about like last week. I don't know if you noticed, but last week it was so funny when they were like at dinner and Angie K was like, "Well, if you were gonna throw w- w- uh, like the wine on anyone, it should have been Dana." <laughs> Why? Why did she? I don't remember that. Why did she say that? Because Jen was already mad at Dana, so Angie was like, "If you if you should have right. been mad at anyone, it's her, not me." You know. Okay, but what is okay? I didn't listen to your podcast last week. I haven't listened to it. All. I didn't know this podcast existed until you asked me to do it. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> you had tweeted about talking to etc. on the podcast, and I thought you, I thought she was going to be a guest on your other podcast. No. Yeah. And then I found so out this that you is, guys had this one. We, okay, I just, I really have to promote this podcast more. You do. But, like, I'm I'm also of the mind that, like, when you promote too much, it, like, turns people off, too. So I'm, like, I'm always straddling that line. It's the same thing with events and stuff, too. It's really hard to, like, promote just the right amount to make people really interested. But also, and then you have to create promotional materials, and it's so much work. I've been wanting to do... Like, those little videos where it's, like, a 30-second, like, reel or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But it's always so hard to pick, like, one thing from the podcast to be, like, okay, this is the thing that's going to draw people in. You know what I mean? I just pick the thing I think is the funniest. Like, the funniest moment for me. That's yes. That's I usually would pick. Yes. Um, yeah, cool. it's just, sometimes it's hard. Um, but what did you think of Angie kind of taking over the trip? Do you, and, like, about the whole, like spending money thing on the party like what do you think is whose high do you want that's what i want to know okay so i think that angie first of all jen saying that she planned this trip is kind of bullshit because it's angie's friend's house so like right angie's the one who got this trip to really happen but also angie saying that she was conned like with jen i don't like that because like i do like it because she's being messy and she's like bringing Jen's other issues into it, which is great for TV. But I don't like it because you were not conned into anything. Like, you chose to throw that party for her, which the party was half for Angie as a housewarming party for herself. Exactly, yeah. So she chose to throw that party for herself and for Coach Shaw. And also, it was basically an investment to get herself on the show. That is, did you watch, did you watch watch What Happens Live with Bethany and Jeff Lewis? No, I didn't. Jeff Lewis said exactly that. He's like, that was a $15,000 fee to get on the show. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I've heard, I don't know if this is true, but I've heard that Angie is uh, trying to sue Bravo because she thought that they were, yeah, so apparently she thought that Bravo would reimburse her for that party and for other expenses she had throughout the season. So she, she was like, here, Bravo, here's my invoices, like pay these and Bravo refused to pay them. So she's, so apparently Angie is out. Like she will not be back next season. Oh Um, no. Yeah, I know that sucks. Right. But also, I do not know if this is true or not. This could be co- completely false because you know how Bravo fans make up shit. They're like, Lisa yeah. Rinna is fired. It's like, no, the fuck, she's not, bitch. Yeah. So people make up shit all the time. So I don't know if that's true, but I kind of could see her doing that based on her personality. But that could also just right. be why someone made it up. True. True. I know that when the Atlanta girls came to Toronto for Caravana, but they had to call it Carnival because <laughs> we could no longer call it Caravana, like publicly or whatever. But right. um, uh, 
one of your drag race sisters was commissioned to make their outfits, but said no because they asked them to do it for free. Like, Bravo was like, you're going to make these outfits and it's going to be for free. And they were like, no, sorry, we have too many other commissions that can make too much money. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, there's no fucking chance Kimura makes so much fucking money yeah. on that season. There's no fucking way she's gonna, like, make six to eight outfits for some random bitches that Kimura doesn't even watch. Kimura doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. She's like, I'm not fucking making outfits for those bitches. Like, fuck that shit. So, yeah, of course, when they, like, they looked, you know, nothing special when, you know, anyway. Yeah. Those outfits are, like, Kimura, Kimura, like, that's a whole, that's, like, her whole, well, first of all, she's a nurse, right? But right. also... <clears throat> That that's like her supplementary income. She and she, that's like a whole for her whole year. Like that's like a big big chunk, you know. So yeah, and it's like I don't know how much getting your work on a show like Housewives actually brings you financially. Like how much other work it yeah. would actually bring you. I can see. Okay, like if you were a drag queen that was on Housewives and you were actually like given a moment, then that like could... Elaine Lancaster. Elaine Lancaster, <laughs> exactly. And we only know her name. Because she was on fucking Housewives. Yeah. Otherwise, we would only know her for her conservative Facebook posts. <laughs> yeah, her Trump-supporting ass, yeah. Yes. So, you know, that's that's kind of the thing. It's like, if, you, if you're actually given a moment, then yes, you could spin some success out of it. Because it does have millions of viewers. Right. Um, but generally, no. Just the whole just-for-exposure type of thing doesn't really work anymore. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Um, so sorry, Angie K, you're out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My favorite thing is during the fight. Can we talk about the fight yet with Lisa? With like Jen and Lisa? Oh yeah, we're uh, well. So so Lisa and Whitney are talking about how difficult it is to speak up against Jen, and Dana calls it out, and Whitney said Whitney like. Uh, for some reason, Whitney like when Jen comes out to that side of the boat, Whitney does like a headstand. And starts twerking on her head and then yeah. goes into a split. Yeah. And then Lisa gets up and starts like, <laughs> Lisa literally, Lisa gets up and she's just like basically shifting her weight side to side and like moving her shoulders. And she's like, come on, Jen, come up and dance with us, Jen. And she's like, she's like yelling at Jen to come up and dance. And Jen is like just sitting there ignoring her basically. So then Lisa goes over to Jen and starts like grabbing her. And it's like, no, listen to me, Jen, I am a friend to you. And like there- <laughs> That voice. <laughs> Smokers I'm trying. I'm trying so hard to perfect my Lisa Barlow. I feel like I have my Meredith Marks, uh, but I'm I'm working on my Lisa Barlow. It's a really hard one to get, but I love her New York accent. Just smoke you know? a few more packs of cigarettes, and you're almost there. Yeah. Well, in my well, I've never smoked any cigarettes, first of all, but I do have you know a nice little rasp going on right now because I'm a little a little under the weather. I have my little Lindsay Lohan. Uh, Me rasp, too. But you know, yeah. Um. So so they're fighting, and then Jen throws her tray of vegetables into oh the God. ocean. She's a mess. Like, that's too <laughs> much anger. You can't do that. You can't just keep littering the ocean. I'm sorry, you can't. I don't think it was the ocean. But you can't. <laughs> Wait, it was San Diego, So we got right? Greenpeace over here. Are they in San Diego? What? Oh, yeah, they're in San Diego. Yeah. Okay, so it was the ocean. So don't do yeah. that. It's bad. Yeah. You'll end up in another Isis Couture outfit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, the the whole um 
the whole polluting the ocean thing, I, I cannot, I can't get down with. Although, vegetables can't be that bad. The tray went in. <laughs> it's a plastic the tray. tray. Went in. With, with the dip and everything. Yes, that's not good. But imagine, can you imagine if she like, took the dip out dip out, and then like dumped the tray out, but kept the tray. <laughs> that would have been so funny. Just conservatively like throwing things. I love that. She's a mindful laborer. Um, <laughs> yes. I understand. I love it. I understand Whitney being like, let's get on our heads and do the splits. Cause it's like, I'm very much like this where I'm like, when we're talking about somebody that person's very angry. They step into the situation. I'm very like, let's change the energy. Let's change the mood. Let's all get along. Let's like pretend we weren't talking about this person. Let's like mm-hmm. be good time girls together. So I get that. And I get that like Lisa just doesn't know how to do that. Like Lisa's not yes. a good time girl. She doesn't know. Lisa does not know how to have fun. She's not a fun girl. Yeah. No, she it's not how to let loose. Lisa's... She's very stiff. Yeah. Lisa's very anxious, very stiff. Yeah. Yes. I, like, identify so much with Lisa. Like, there's just so many things that I see, and I'm like, that's literally me if I were a 90-pound woman who eats candy all day, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Has she, is she one of the people who eats Chick-fil-A? Or was that Angie K? Or was that Angie H? That's Angie H, isn't Um, it? I think they all, they all probably eat Chick-fil-A, girl. I don't know. Uh... But Chick-fil-A, like, Chick-fil-A is a thing where, like, I don't know. In America, everybody fucking eats it. Like, it doesn't matter if it's, like, anti-gay or whatever. Even here, there's one, and it's still there, even though nobody I know has ever eaten there. I've never eaten there, so... Well, because your circle is people who are, like, aware of what they're stand for, and there's... Yeah, but... Actually, wait, I have one friend who went there, and I'll give you a second to guess who it was, and we can talk about it after the fall. (laughs) I actually don't know... I mean, it could be literally any name, I guess. You, you, you could easily guess because anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we won't, we won't expose her. We won't drag her on the pod. But to be honest, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, whatever. Like, I don't know. I, I thought, I think the same thing. Honestly, like the world is ending. Like, there's so many fucking fucked up things happening. So much of our money goes towards shitty people. Like. In everything that we do. I could buy cat food, and for all I fucking know, the president of the cat food company is, like, completely transphobic and wants to, like, force, like, like, sterilization on anyone who wants to be trans. You know what I mean? Like, there there could be anything like that. I don't know. I have no fucking idea. So, to, to, like, I don't know. I I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy Chick-fil-A personally, but I don't care if anyone else does. I just, I just don't care anymore. Like, we're all gonna die. Right? (laughs) I'm nihilistic. I'm sorry. Let's do it. Start right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so Lisa says that Jen is emotionally manipulating everyone into believing she's the good friend because she's always criticizing other people as a friend. Yes. But she's the one who's not a good friend to anyone. And she says, you're as fake as your boobs, your ass, your face, everything and it's true and i'm loving that lisa is just going off the walls with jen because obviously by the end of the season her and jen are no longer friends which i'm glad because yeah lisa is such a good like i love i love having lisa go against the people i don't like it's the best did you hate meredith last year because lisa went against her i kind of did i kind of did honestly but i had i like i met her at the brunch and she's very nice very sweet lady but like i just don't agree with her positions on the show like i don't agree with the way that she was defending mary when mary was being so horrible to lisa and to whitney consistently for no reason like those two never did anything to mary but mary constantly was attacking them and then meredith would be like 
Mary's a really nice person. It's like, no, she's not. She's not nice. Like, I'm sorry. That you could say whatever she wants. She's entertaining. She's hilarious. Yeah. She's not fucking nice, bitch. Like, she's not a nice person. I feel like if there's one cast member who can leave and no one will care, it's Meredith Marks. Yeah, honestly. She contributed almost nothing to this episode. To this season so far. She's just so, like, background to me. Like, out, out of all the women, she is the least um, entertaining to watch. Oh, are you, you're pulling a Kim Kardashian. What does that mean? Remember, do you remember when she said, she said to Courtney, she's like, you're the least interesting to look at. <laughs> she's right. <laughs> she, but it's funny because Courtney is the only one who looks like a normal person. I like know. the rest of them are so, even me, like I'm, I'm transgender bitch. I'm about to get all the surgeries I can get, but I yeah. still want to look like a normal person at the end of it. I don't want to look like, a fucking like plastic surgery creation you know like i don't want to go through life looking like that i don't want to be 60 years old and have cheeks out to here and like you know what i mean no offense to anybody who does but i'm just saying like it's just it's just crazy the degree to which to that that they go to and then my favorite thing ever we got we're getting so sidetracked on this episode but i love it my favorite (laughs) thing ever on kardashians was when um courtney and kim got into a physical fight Yes. And Courtney smacked Kim so hard uh, that her face hit the wall and her fucking contour all came off on the wall. <laughs> it was the best thing I've ever seen. It was so quick. Seen. It was it was so quick, so quick. I love it. I Courtney is Courtney is like the goat. Like Courtney's the best. Yeah, I do like her. She is the most like she seems like the most like real human person on the show. Yes. Um, I love seeing all the Courtney impressions on TikTok too because it's like I just think that Kris Jenner doesn't value the rest of her children as much as Kim and Kylie. <laughs> I love it. Like, I love the Courtney voice. It's so good. I've never actually watched a show, so I don't know what it's like. But um, I, when Lisa said, you're as fake as your boobs and your ass and your face and everything, I, did you... So as she's saying that, everything about her is like... Her face is a completely different color from the rest of her body. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. I'm like, huh, you too, though. The self-tanner, like, the tanning on white women, I would love to tan. I would love, I would love to give myself, like, some extra color. Because tanning, like, it makes you look thinner. It hides, like, skin imperfections. Like, it's really good for all that stuff. But... I just I just could never walk through life having a face that's like three shades lighter than my neck. And then when I do my makeup, I have to paint my face darker to match my neck. Like, I could never do that. I can't. Right. I hear that. I hear that. I also think that Jen should go to jail for throwing shoes into the ocean. Yeah, what the hell is that? I don't like the... Um, but you know what? Those shoes did float. If you notice, because they were so yeah. flat bottomed, they were floating there the whole time. Like they kept floating. They probably could have gone back and got them. Right. I would have thrown her ass off the boat to go and get them. Like swim. Seriously. Bitch. <laughs> I would have been livid. And Whitney was way oh, too like way too not angry about it. Yes. Well, it was it was Angie's shoes, the white ones. Oh, and I those were Whitney's. No, no, no. It was those were Angie's shoes, and then she threw off one of Whitney's sort of like moccasins or whatever those were. They were kind oh, of like slippers yes. with like the buckle on them. So she, she, um, Lisa or Heather grabbed one of them, and she's like, "Oh, that's my girl Whitney's shoe," even though they're not having a good. Anyway, um, she grabbed she grabbed one of them, and then the other one fell off the bone. <laughs> she was grabbing it. She's I 
this is why I cannot stand drunk people. Like, I don't drink, and observing people who were like, when she threw them in, they were like, Jen, and she goes, what? No one knew whose shoes they were. Like, I'm going to punch you in the face. I'm going to punch you in the face. Yeah, well, I mean, she wouldn't even feel it. Like, this is the thing about (laughs) Jen's face. When she, when she, I feel like Alison Dubois, like, I would have to, I would have to have a much bigger one for you to even feel it. Um, but, um, yeah, know that. (laughs) I'm, I'm excited for Jen to go to prison because (laughs) I really want to (laughs) see, I really want to see what her face is going to look like after, you know, a year or two behind bars. Like, I'm so, and you know what? I feel like Jen will be the first housewife ever where, like, she's in prison, but they're going to have, like, moments where they talk to her on camera through, like, the prison webcam or whatever. Like, I I can see it. I know it's happening. I know it's going to happen. I hope so. Jen's going to be the mafia boss controlling the scene from behind the bars. She is. (laughs) That's fun. That's a fun thing to think about. Yeah. Uh, how long do you, how long of a sentence do you think she's gonna get? I don't know. People have been saying like nine years. I could see her getting like a good hefty sentence because she's an example, you know. Yeah. And it's the same thing with like I mean Teresa didn't get very long because really that wasn't her fault. It was her husband's fault. But she yeah. was at fault for signing shit that she didn't understand because she's. A, idiot she's i know that's the thing though like they could have very easily proven in court that she's fucking stupid and she's incompetent bitch like she's so fucking dumb i'm sorry like that Teresa, and also i don't feel any guilt at all making fun of Teresa's level of intelligence or her looks or her forehead or anything because she's a terrible fucking person so like regardless of how intelligent she is she's a fucking awful person one of the shittiest Mm -hmm. people on Bravo, like, period. So, Agreed. I have zero guilt about making fun of Teresa, um, and also she's just so fucking dumb. Like, I, I actually, I did feel bad for her, because I didn't think she should have gone to prison for that, but anyway, um, it, it's like, yeah, like, I think Jen, I think Jen will get a sizable sentence, and um, she's being prosecuted by the Southern District of New York, which I don't really know what that means, but right. um, apparently they have a 98% um, sentencing rate, So 98% of the people that they take to trial are sentenced to prison. So, yeah. So there's no way she, she's like getting, getting away away from it at this point. So it's going to be really interesting to see her sentence when that comes down. I do feel bad for her family though, because they had nothing to do with it. Do you think Coach Shaw has no idea? Do you think he had no idea this is all going down? Because if Erica is guilty, is Coach Shaw guilty? You know what I mean? Well, Yes, I think yes. If you think that Erica is guilty, you should also think that Coach Shaw is guilty because he also benefited from it, um, regardless of whether he was given diamond earrings or whatever. It's a different dynamic based on gender, but like, any like I don't know. I think I think um, you shouldn't like Erica to me is not guilty. Like I don't care what anybody says. You cannot yeah. like her, whatever. She doesn't give a fuck, whatever. But to me, she's not guilty in that situation. She didn't do any of that. All that shit was going on before he even met her. So. Right. And also she had no power in that relationship. We all saw it. We all saw the dynamics that went on. Like when they were at that dinner party and and she started to talk and share her input. And he was like, no, 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 I'm talking. Like, don't. Yeah. You remember how cringy that was? Yes. So, So that was like. 
a situation where, yeah, she obviously wasn't at fault. I think Coach Shaw, like, might have known something, but also it's like, I don't know. Like, if I was with somebody and they were just making a lot of money doing what they do and it was, like, affording us this lifestyle and I had just never questioned it, I probably wouldn't, you know? Right. Like, he has, he had a job doing his own thing, so, like, and he has his own stuff to do, so, like, I don't think he even thought about it, you know? It's an interesting relationship they have. I don't know. Yeah, it is interesting. It is. He's also so opposite of her, and, like... Yes, in every way. Like, honestly, like, so, he's, he's, like, very good for her, because he's so, like, patient, and he's Mm -hmm. so, he keeps her grounded, and, like, he's always been so kind it seems like through the television right. so it's it's very interesting their relationship because they're <laughs> complete the opposites they are they are fascinating fascinating people i yeah. love how the producer anyway. tattletailed <laughs> the tattle is tattletailed oh yes <laughs> it's like um someone's shoes are floating in the ocean did anybody have some shoes that they're missing <laughs> yes and then lisa like jumps up she's like my louis oh my god my Yves Saint Laurent's. <laughs> oh my limited edition pre-order only Yves Saint Laurent very hard to get right now and it shows the shoes they're actually really really cute I really like those shoes but they're too yeah. high for me I can't wear shoes like that I'm too tall okay don't worry she's not offering them <laughs> <laughs> fuck off <laughs> so the okay. group separate again um, yeah. Heather, Jen, and Whitney are drinking together um, and Dana asks Lisa what happened with Jen. And Whitney says, uh, we have to take accountability for what we say and do. And that's when Meredith disengages. Meredith always has to have her moments where she's like, oh, I can't sit and listen to this. And she goes, it's like, mm-hmm. nobody was paying attention to you anyway. They, none of them care that she got up and left. They're like, okay, like, I whatever. If she and that's what she calls a little season girl four, no in her Exactly, exactly. Well, the only thing Meredith really contributed to the season was her fight with Lisa in the beginning, and now they're kind of past it, so it's like... Yeah. What are you doing now, Meredith? Boring! Um, yeah. Okay. Heather. How do... Okay. Her and Jen's relationship. They get into it a little bit later. We can talk about it later. We don't have to talk about it now. But I did write down, I'm a Heather. And I don't remember why specifically. But I know it's that what I feel about myself, like what I see in myself in Heather, is that I have a lot of friends who do bad things and are maybe bad people. And, but like, I have such a history with them. And I, mm-hmm. I know what's good about them. So I still stand by them and defend them and, like, stay their friend. But meanwhile, like, I also am not necessarily loyal to them behind their backs. (laughs) 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 But, like, to their faces, I want... Like, to their faces, I want them to know (laughs) that they still have someone in their corner and, like, they're not alone. Right. But really, I'm like, but you're actually kind of a bad person. I don't know what to do about this. Yeah, well, it's we. I like it's it's interesting in drag because we meet so many different kinds of people with so many different oh kinds God. of personalities, yes. and there are a lot of people like that who are kind of abrasive and and hard to get along with, and and do things that a lot of people wouldn't agree with. And yeah. I have I have friends like that too, where I'm like, I love her. She's like she's like family to me because I've known her for so long. 
But oh my God, like, why the fuck would she do that? Like, what a cunt. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, it, do, it does really, like, shake out like that. So I understand Heather's position. However, with Jen at this point, it's like, girl, like, she's going to fucking prison. Like, <laughs> don't sign up to be fucking clink clink with her. Like, <laughs> get, clink, ditch her clink. now. <laughs> and, and Heather Heather has doubled down on it and gotten even worse about it after. Like, since filming, people uh-huh. have talked to her about it. And I remember they did the after show, and they talked about, like, the incident with Heather pouring the drink on Angie K. And Heather said she thought it was funny. And it's like, that's interesting, because you didn't think it was funny when it happened. But now you're saying you thought it was funny. Yeah, she's a wishy-washer. She is. Like, Jen, Jen must have something on her. Like, Jen has some, some information on her, I think. Or she just feels really sorry for her. I don't know. I, I think she feels sorry for her, but I also, I believe, I, honestly, the way that Heather defends her, it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. There has to be a reason why Heather always goes to bat for Jen when Jen would never do that for her. Yeah. And Jen, Jen like... I, I, ju- I just believe that Jen has to have something on her, something with her business. I'm not saying it's something huge or anything, but there's got to yeah. be something because I don't understand why she continues to defend her. I wonder, do you, okay, so it's very split on if people love or hate Heather. Where are you, where do you stand on her? I used to love Heather, but at this point I am reformed. Interesting, <laughs> interesting. I, I, I don't, I don't like the way she's acting this season. Me neither. I do love her. I still will. I still love her. I, ha- I have love for her. But she, yeah, like I, I, I think she um, plays into people's love for her and it's starting to become not real. Like her personality is starting to be, oh, there's the bird bath. Um, <laughs> um, no, she's starting to like play a character as opposed to be herself. Which I don't like. Yes, I think I think Heather's very into the fan reaction, and I think yes. Heather kind of was on a high from season one, where oh, the yeah. fans really loved her because she was the only one that seemed like genuine and fun, and you know, so the fans really, really loved her season one. So she was on a high from that, and then it became something else. Was it Heather that was like Rihanna follows me, and then they were like Rihanna yes. follows all of us? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, to be fair though rihanna rihanna did make like a specific comment about heather and said that she loved heather true season one true (laughs) i don't know that rihanna loves heather anymore it was season one um i'm very impressed with jen and how she was able to fall asleep on that bench on the in the yeah in the car and not fall off of it for as long as she did and she yes first of all that and also she drank a monster energy before she took a nap did you see that (laughs) she was drinking a monster energy and then she took an hour and a half nap on an on a bus with an open door with her yeah. head like almost off the seat. How do you do that? I that tells you that. everything you need to know. I felt so bad for poor Amber, the driver, where she's like, "Yeah, are you gonna get off off the bus?" <laughs> and she's, like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "Are you okay?" Uh, yes. She's like, "Please get oh out my of my God. car." <laughs> we get a scene with Heather FaceTiming Angie H to give her some airtime. And Angie is loving that Jen and Angie K are fighting, obviously. Yes. Um, I can't stand Angie H. What do you think about her? I never believe her when she's speaking. 
And I did season one, like when she was talking about Lisa getting the caterers to pull out of her event last minute, I fully believe that because the whole Lisa bringing Whitney to meet the caterers was a whole state. That was the most staged. And I loved Whitney for calling that out. It was so staged. Heather, Lisa was so transparent. And I was totally on Angie's side then. But now, everything she's done since then, I'm like, you're so thirsty. You are so yeah. thirsty. Yeah, Worse than 100%. Jill Zarin. Yeah, Jill Zarin. <laughs> Zarin <laughs> Fabrics. <laughs> At the beginning of this podcast, our intro, we started going, hi. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jill Zarin. I can't wait for the Roni Legacy series just because I need to see Jill Zarin, Dorinda, Luann, and Sonia. Yes. And I think, I think... Um, there's a rumor that Cynthia Bailey is moving back to New York. Because remember, before she moved to Atlanta, she was originally from New York. Yeah. And there's a rumor that she's moving back to New York, and she's very tight with Luann. So imagine True. if on Roni Legacy, they incorporate Cynthia Bailey. That would be great. That would be actually really fun. I would love to yeah, see that. I, think I, wanted, her to, I wanted her to join Beverly Hills when she married Mike Hill. Yeah, I don't think Cynthia's cut out for Beverly Hills, though. Mm, interesting. I mean, if she can handle Atlanta, she can handle Beverly Hills. No, she could handle it, but I don't think... I just don't think her personality would be brought out on Beverly Hills. Like, she needs crazier personalities around her. Because Beverly Hills is too flat. Sure. I think. Okay, I see it. I um, see it. Yeah. Right. Um, Lisa, Lisa calls JB Husband Boss. Um, that's his name in her phone, so I always say that. That's she so calls funny. JB Husband Boss to update him on everything. And she says that Jen pushed her, which is true. It Jen is true. pushed her. But Lisa was grabbing her and like kept, Lisa kept grabbing her and putting her arm around her pretty aggressively. So I was like, okay, Jen pushed you off of her. Like, let's be clear. Like, uh, not she, to defend no, Jen, she wasn't, but. I mean, it was more, it wasn't, it wasn't a push off. It was a push. It was a push, but Lisa was getting in her space. Like, I don't, I don't think that Jen would have pushed Lisa if Lisa were not constantly grabbing her and trying to get in her face. I think know? she would have. Jen is violent. I think Jen, Jen is, violent. is violent, but yeah, I don't know. I love that Jen showed up, like, all ready to go for dinner. <laughs> oh, I love it. Her giant, her giant hairpiece with all the, like, She looked amazing. Her, like, Polynesian look I was, loved like, it. gorgeous. Yes. Gorgeous. The Polynesian inspired um, dinner event event. They have like a band playing and um, the, they start the drums and Angie Kay's inside and she's like, I thought there was an earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was a party like that was a performance that was like, I love. Yeah. That. And I love it. They got like to shine on the show because we, we were just talking about like people yes. getting on the show. It does nothing for them. But these people like really got their moment on the show and sometimes they don't. Yeah. Um, and I think that will benefit them. Like, th this is this kind of situation I'm talking about, where they actually get a moment, and they, it shows their name on the screen. Yeah. Jen speaks to them and thanks them for doing it. And yes. it's like, okay, so that will actually benefit them. People will book them from that, for sure. This is one thing I'll miss about Jen when she's off the show, is that, like, she's, like, a Polynesian Muslim woman. Like, that's, like, representation mm -hmm. we've never seen on, on these franchises before. Or anywhere. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of any other Polynesian Muslim women. <laughs> I meant individually, but yeah, it's also together. It's quite the niche. It's quite the niche. It um, is. But yeah, it's it's um it's 
it's a really cool representation. Like I, I love seeing when people's cultures are represented and stuff. And yes. I, I will miss that about Jen being gone, but you know. Do you, okay, so you're not covering, yeah. you guys are not covering Potomac, but Potomac this week also had a dinner party with fire dancers who, I mean, when you compare the two. <laughs> yeah, was, it was, it was, it was different. I loved how Karen was getting like turned on by that. That was oh so God, funny. That woman is fantastic television. But here's one thing <laughs> I appreciate. We're going to get into this, but we won't get into it yet. But like at this dinner party versus Potomac, like I'm Potomac, like, both of them, they got into shit. They got into deep shit. But on, like, here, people were actually airing actual dirty laundry. Whereas on Potomac, right. people were, like, making things up to get people in trouble, I think. And, like... Yeah. Everyone is being so petty on that one. Whereas here, everyone was like, no, let's tell the truth. And I really appreciate yeah. the dinner party of Salt Lake City a lot more. Even though Potomac's was very entertaining and we got a great reaction out of, Sh- out of uh, Karen for that. But I really yeah. liked what we got out of the conversation in Salt Lake City. Yeah, I agree. I think it's the Salt Lake City girls are like, like fed up at this point. So yeah. they're like, okay, let's fucking lay it all out because I'm sick of this bitch yeah. fucking being a fucking asshole to everyone and expecting everyone else to kiss yeah. her ring. Like, and they're, it took so it. many turns. It took so many, like yes. everyone was like, but then you said, and then you said, it was so great. Everyone yes. had something yes. to bring up. My favorite thing about this dinner was when, it, when Jen was explaining to Heather, like genuinely being like, when I walked in there and I saw Angie H there, like that really upset me because you had expressed to me that you mm-hmm. agreed that she was wrong for what she did. And then right away you invited her to this event and I come there and I see her and that was really upsetting to me. And then Heather was like, oh, you mean when she came with Whitney and was in a costume with her and doing a routine? It's like, girl, Mm -hmm. don't try to fucking, do not try to put that on Whitney. Whitney had no fucking idea. Whitney didn't even know about that. And then, like, she's literally just trying to pass the blame onto Whitney. And and then Whitney's like, so you're, like, (laughs) she's like, so you're trying to, like, blame me for that? You invited us. And then Heather yeah. tries to, like, get out of it. It's like, no, 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 girl. We all saw what you just did. Like, you tried and to also, associate her more with Whitney. Also, what did Whitney do as soon as Whitney found out what Angie's husband did? Cut ties. She stepped away. Yes. Exactly. Like, even at that event, Whitney was like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> she was like, that's not it, girl. Yes. Um, what do you think about the strippers? Uh, some of them were very hot. Well, there was only two of wait them. no 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 actually actually no 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 i was thinking about the polynesian um dancers oh yeah um there was like two of them that were so sexy but then the strippers um they were hot but like i they didn't even take their pants off like yeah and they kind of like showed up and like waited for the women to start the fun i was like your job is to bring the fun strippers like yeah. you bring the music you start dancing you pick the women like you don't wait for them to be like okay who wants a turn? Like, that's not how it works. Yeah. And Lisa Barlow did not, like, Lisa Barlow was not receptive to she the last dance. She does not know how to let loose, how to have fun. She is that girl yes. who sits by and watches and, like, smiles, but doesn't actually get it. Yeah. Well, also for her, I think, um, A, she's she's tightly wound. And yes. she's, like, she's too, she's too uptight to, like, let go and have fun in situations like that. But also she is, like, she's very public about, Mormon 2.0 and trying to retain some aspects of her Mormonism and stuff. So I think she, for her, it's an image thing too, where she's like, I do not want to be on television with a man like throwing his junk in my face. Like that's not 
my brand, right. you know? So I think she's very sensitive about that too. I probably would be the same way. Like I kind of don't want, like if I were at a, at a dinner party, like I, I wouldn't want a man um, dancing on me either, but I would cheer it on for someone else. Absolutely. Like if he's doing it to you, like go ahead, but like, he will do it to me because I will volunteer. I'd put my balls. Exactly. Um, as soon as Dana starts with like, now Jen, I want to call out everything. I was like, I I wrote down, don't start Dana. I'm like, you're not the one to bring down (laughs) Jen Shaw. Like she will eat you alive. Dana doesn't have yeah. the, like, the the grit and, like, the, like, she's just not quick enough to take on Jen Shaw. To quote the Queen New York, she does not have the vernacular that she thinks she possesses. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Um, Dana's, Dana's uncomfortable with how Jen treated Angie H and how she told Angie K to shut the fuck up. But in Jen's defense, like, just a little small defense of Jen here... Angie K was saying she needs to have another cocktail, you know? So it was a little, it was a little biting, like yeah, that comment. Yeah. True. So if Jen heard what she was saying, I can see why she reacted the way she did. Here's the thing. These women are horrible. We can still defend some of the things they do. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I hate Jen. I like, I, I can't defend her as a person, but I can defend like those little things. Cause not everything she does is unwarranted or completely wrong you know even the people who are wrong in a situation there are some things that are able to be explained you know yes 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 oh and dana also says that heather knew how she felt and heather lies and says that she told her she needs to talk to jen that is not fucking true no heather literally went in there and was like this is jen's trip so don't start that start anything with jen yeah so Heather, don't lie on camera, baby. Uh, I wish, I wish she was doing a better job. (laughs) I know. I don't like that either. Like that gave me really weird vibes. Like just her like coming, it was almost like a pecking order thing, you know? Like remember in New York where there was like the whole pecking order and stuff? Like, I think it's like a, it's just a thing where they're like, well, Jen is the head of the group. So don't challenge her. Like do not, you're, you're not allowed to talk to her. The one in New York was Sonia talking to Cindy Barship, right? I mean, there's a pecking order. The yes! At the top. yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! Cindy Barshop. Yes, yes, yes. That With was their the fucking best. space babies. <laughs> Wait, was it Cindy Barshop or was it Barbara, Barbara K? No, it was Cindy. Because it was season four and... Yeah. And like, Sonia brought her into... But I think they, they treated into... Barbara K. They, they kind yeah. of treated her, like, they kind of pushed her aside as well. You're right. But, um, but no, I remember this conversation specifically happened in Sonia's foyer. She didn't even bring her into the house. She had this conversation. She sat her down in her foyer and told her this. Her foyer. (laughs) (laughs) Also, did you see, I told you, I showed you the picture and you didn't recognize it, but I went to Sonia Morgan's townhouse. Oh, really? Yeah. And I, I put a picture in our group chat and you were like, what is this? And I was like, it's Sonia Morgan's fucking house. Well, I don't remember. I'm not going to remember what her her townhouse looks like. Oh my god, to me, her exterior is iconic because it's right next to a parking lot. It's like there's a gate and you go down a step (laughs) to get into the front door. Like, I will always know what that... And there's always a for sale sign outside of it. (laughs) Her freezing cold, her freezing cold foyer. Oh my god. I also went to Ramona's uh, apartment that she has with... uh, She had with Mario. And it is... 
really nondescript from the outside. Like it's it looks very like you would think it's like student housing from the outside. But like right. Ramona's apartment was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting how all the New York ladies live in apartment buildings. It's like very different. I know. It is. Remember Bethany's apartment season one, two, and three? It was like yeah. up, it was like the size of this bedroom that you're looking at right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's and she'd crazy. Be, like sitting at her kitchen table with her like assistant sitting on the desk over there. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. wow. It was so small. And yeah. she really I've been, re- I've been rewatching I've been rewatching season seven of New York because I really think that's like a golden season. That's that's like one of the best. Yeah. But it doesn't get like it doesn't get as much love as the early seasons, but season seven was so strong. <clears throat> yeah, that was Bethany's comeback and it was Dorinda's introduction. Yes! Uh, Dorinda, oh my god. I just can't wait. I just can't wait for Legacy. I actually really don't like Dorinda as a person. but oh no, she's a terrible I think she's, person. Yeah, but she's amazing as a TV personality. Outstanding. So. She is like yes. someone who's stepped in and like always belonged. It took her a season to rev up. Like once, once she got drunk at the end of season seven, then... Yeah. Who did she fight with? Was it Heather? Um, She fought with a lot of people. But, like, the um, first fight where she got, got super drunk and yelled at somebody, I think it was Heather. Yeah, I think it was Heather. And Heather yeah. was like, what the fuck is she doing? Yeah. Because <laughs> Dorinda does this thing where she gets drunk and then she just starts getting mad at you for no fucking reason. And she yeah. does it to John, too. Like, I remember the scenes where they're, like, they're sitting at, at, at a dinner and John makes, like, a harmless little joke, like, to his girlfriend. And she's like, don't start with that. Yeah. <laughs> don't. My favorite don't thing she says start- <laughs> is when she goes... Don't ever do that again. Don't, don't ever do that. Don't again. ever do that yeah. again. And the figure's up here, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's this too. It's the hand to yeah. the side, all raised up above her don't. head. Like <laughs> she is so gangster. It is so funny. And I'm talking like mafia oh gangster. My God. <laughs> like... Girl, if they if they start a Roni legacy. We have to fucking talk about that together somehow. Like, we have to... We oh, have to I'm, I'm totally that. down. Also, for the audience who does not know, I never watched The Housewives until two years ago, and then I watched all The Housewives <laughs> during the yes. pandemic. It was... It's... And I'm so, so glad. You, yeah, Selena has a better memory of it than I do, because I watched a lot of these seasons seven, eight years ago. Fifteen years Selena, ago, yeah. Yeah. Selena, Selena's just watching them now. I feel like... And I like this about Salt Lake City, too. I don't like when the housewives are too young, you know? Correct. I like yeah. when the housewives are, like, in their 50s or, like, yes. late 40s, like you. Like, I like the housewives. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's too easy. It's too easy. Um, but I like, I like the housewives that are older. I don't, I, I don't know if you feel this way, but sometimes when I'm watching the younger ones, I'm like, mm. first of all, I get bitter. Because I'm like, how is she five years older than me? And she's like a multimillionaire. I'm like, fuck you, bitch. But also, but also like, I don't like, I feel like the substance of the conversations is a lot different with the older housewives who are like 55 and they have, you know, children and they're like, they're married for 20 years. It's a totally different substantive view and conversation. Although I do like when they mix. Like, I like when we had Vicky and like Detective Megan. Alexis. Or Alexis, yes, Alex, yeah, Jesus jugs. Did you see Alexis's post about her trans? Uh, I pick? want her back on the show. She is a changed person. Yeah. Separating from Jim Bellino mm-hmm. was the best thing that ever happened to her. Yeah, I'm so proud of her for that post that she wrote because I was never expecting yeah. that. 
like something so well written like i like i i obviously like i'm not surprised she has a trans child that she supports but i am surprised yeah. at how well written that statement was it was yeah. so well written yeah it was so perfect and it wasn't like it wasn't like you know this isn't what i wanted but we're dealing with it it was yeah. it was very much fully supportive and it was like giving it was teaching other parents like oh my God. how to accept their kids you know when when she wrote like he is happy doing this. This makes him happy. He's happy doing that. I was mm -hmm. like, oh my God, you're really getting it. Like she gets it. Yeah. Yeah. She gets it. I'm, and I'm, I was so proud of her. I like almost cried like reading that post because it was so nice seeing like so much growth from people. And like, I, it, this is why I don't like in general, like mm -hmm. the canceling of people because like I know from experience, like my dad, when I first came out to him when I was like 14, he was horrible to me like he yeah. was so abusive to me and then two years later he kicked me out so like right. i had a really and i didn't talk to him for six years so i had a really tough time with him and it really mm -hmm. affected my life like that fully mm -hmm. like it gave me ptsd and like it was really it's really really hard like all the ways that that affected me in my life i'm still kind of uncovering that but also the way that he acts now he's a completely different person so right like i can't like, I can't imagine, like, just completely, you know, disregarding people when they can become um, not only, like, better people, but they can become, like, useful, you know? Yeah. Like, they yeah. can become, like, Alexis posting that, she became, like, someone that can show other people, like, a positive example. Like, other people who are Christians, you know, yeah. who, who are in this community where they think, no, like, we can't support, like, our kids... Like, she can show them, like, yeah, I'm a Christian, and I believe, like, that I have to love my kids, like, no matter what. So, yeah. this is, like, Because you, you know. do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, for sure. Like, and the whole point of calling people in is to help them evolve. Like, yes. you want people to evolve. You want people to get better. And to, like, to see somebody whose, like, behavior has changed and to be, like, this you about something they said in, like, 2012. Like, enough like let them like yes what is their behavior now i don't care what they said in 2012 what are they doing now yes yeah, yeah. and there was a situation like that recently where someone had called out like the massive like anti-semitism stuff that's happening because of kanye west and everything and they're like oh but you uh but oh it was lisa rinna so of course no matter what she says people are gonna hate right yeah but lisa rinna called out the anti-semitism she targeted republicans like lisa rinna has been on it politically and is very much on our side and she always so, has been she always and has she been. always has been that is true so lisa rinna um posted an instagram story talking about this stuff and then the other people are like oh but what about this halloween costume that you wore yeah. with your husband it's like oh my god are you like okay so because she did that bad thing one time you don't want her to help and contribute like to your cause yeah. like how fucking stupid is that she has millions of followers she has huge influence beyond just social media she's a real legit celebrity and she has been for 30 years so yeah you don't want her to and you to can't equate say, someone like, doing a dumb thing and making a dumb choice to like right. actual bad behavior Yes, I agree. I completely agree with that. I think it's very stupid. I think it's so short-sighted. Like, these people can be useful to the cause. So why would you not want that? But anyway, we're getting yeah. so off track, but... <laughs> at, least we're still, at least we're still bringing up Housewives examples. We're still, <laughs> we're still talking about Housewives. Well, we listen, we will always talk about Housewives. If it's one thing we'll always talk about. Um, <clears throat> 
So Heather, they're talking on the, at the dinner table about Angie H and about the apology and stuff, right? And and yeah. Dana says that Angie H couldn't make a public apology because her legal team and PR people, which why the fuck would Angie and her husband have PR people? I know. Um, says that they didn't want them to say anything so that they wouldn't have any association with Jen. Which Jen obviously is really pissed about that. And then Heather admits that she told Angie H that a public apology is ridiculous because they would be admitting to something that nobody would ever forgive them for. Which is true to an extent, but also they kind of have to live with the consequences of what they did. And also they're on camera talking about it already. So it doesn't matter. It's already going to come out. So why would you not want to apologize for it? It's going to be seen by millions of people on television. Right. I know. So it makes no sense. And also, they didn't even have to associate the apology directly with with Jen Shaw. They could have just been like, you know, um, yes, like, we created this account. Like, we are so sorry to all of the castmates of um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, including Jen Shaw, Lisa Barlow, blah, 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 blah. You know, like, it doesn't have to be like, we are so sorry, Jen Shaw, you know, because they really, they really talk shit about lots of people on there. Correct. And it was mostly Lisa Barlow. Lisa was great in this episode. She really came into her power. Yes, yes. I love it. Lisa brings up uh, what Jen said in Angie's hot tub, Angie K's hot tub, um, which was that um, she, like she like she doesn't know where she is with Heather and yeah. blah, blah, blah. There's been a bunch of moments where Jen has been talking shit about Heather behind her back and vice versa. Like they both yes. have done it. So... It's like, okay, well, stop acting when you're together. Like, you have this perfect friendship and you're ride or die. But you both, like, are have this bubbling resentment for each other underneath it all. Right. Underneath it all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is. They, the cabaret. <laughs> they all talk shit about each other. None of them are real friends. <laughs> it's very funny to me. I don't know. Do you think any yes. of them are actually real friends? I do think that um, Whitney and Heather have been real friends. Yes. But I think the show has obviously torn them apart now. But I think um, Lisa and Meredith were real friends. Uh Uh-huh. And I think Jen was real. Okay. The the thing about Jen is I don't think Jen is capable of having a real friendship. I think Jen is um, a megalomaniac, uh, a sociopath. Yeah. And many other words, but I think she is not capable of having real genuine friendships. So I think Jen has been associates with all of them. But... Associates, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that. This is like this, Lisa... took, this fight took a lot of Sorry, turns. No, I was just gonna say this. Fight it did took a lot of turns, and I it went... was here for it. My. My fucking notes are like a court stenographer, bitch. I'm like, okay, yeah. then Lisa goes for Jen. Da, 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 da. And Lisa brings up um, how she doesn't deserve Jen coming at her. And Jen says, when did I come at you today? And it's like... Oh my god. Like, oh my god. That made me so really angry. Did she really get that drunk that she doesn't remember it? Like that? I don't believe that. It made me so angry. And if I were sitting on the table, I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? You pushed her. <laughs> you yelled at her. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, Jen was angry at Lisa for seemingly no reason. Like, I didn't understand at all why Jen was so angry at Lisa. And now she's, like, denying it, which is really weird. And Lisa says Jen only remembers when she feels wronged, but she doesn't remember what she does to everyone else, which is so true. 
Yes. And that is uh, very much like other people that I know. <laughs> that was one time, Eve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not the dog barking. Somebody's here. Oh. <clears throat> um. All right. Jen says Lisa is fucked up and mean. And Lisa says Jen is deflecting, which obviously. And uh, then um, through the magic of editing, Jen's hairpiece disappears. I don't know what happened, but um, she like she had this big, like giant hairpiece uh, and then it's gone. And it's just like the bouffant or whatever. And it's like, OK, what what happened there? The hairpiece <laughs> is just gone in an instant. So when Meredith picked it up at the end of the episode, I died. She's like, well, I'll bring Jen back her hair then. <laughs> the peace offering. It's like oh, a wreath. It it's like. <laughs> also, did Meredith speak at all during this dinner? I don't remember it. I don't think she really did. Like, she had very, very little input. Um, what do you think these women's lives are like when there's no cameras rolling? Because no one fights this much. Yeah, <laughs> at dinner or like anywhere, and boy, do these women fight! Uh, yeah, like, not just these know. women, but like, like all the housewives. Like, how yes, much of this is put on because they fucking tear each other apart, and no friend group does that. Like, think about like you sitting yeah. around with all your friends. Like, right. I mean, if Fierce Delicious is in the room, then it is going to happen. But like, otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, um. TV wise, when you're on camera, everything is heightened in an argument because not only are you portraying how you feel to the rest of the people at the table, you're portraying how you feel to millions of people. So you feel very passionate about getting your point of view out there and accurate. Whereas, like, in a normal situation, it's not as important to make everything completely clear because the people sitting at the table with you aren't going to you know, cancel you and try to get you fired from your job or whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah, but like right. when you're showing to millions of people, that's why things get so heated because, and in the original, like in the original, like Real Housewives of Orange County before it became a huge phenomenon, yeah, it wasn't like this because they didn't have that perspective of what it was really going to be like when the viewers saw what was happening. Right. So it took a while for housewives to fall into this area where they were really aware of like, when you say that on camera, that's going to make me look really fucking bad. So I have to make you look bad now, bitch. So then it becomes all gloves are off and it's war. True. I remember, I remember, so when I started watching The Housewives, I was very aware of it. And I was like, when did things start evolving into what it is now? And uh, like season one and two was just the women in their separate lives. Like it was more about their families than their interactions with each other. Mm -hmm. Like, Gina and Vicky, I don't think, had a scene together for, like, at least the first half of season one. I don't think they came together until the end of season one. And then uh, it wasn't until, like, Tamara came in and she was, like, another young real estate agent, whereas, like, Gina was, like, an older real estate agent. And she, like, Gina had some things to say about Tamara. And Tamara was, like, a goof. Like, she was a goof. And then it wasn't until Gretchen came in (laughs) season four that all the women were, like, okay, we're now all against Gretchen. And that's, yes. that's when things really started to get the ball rolling. Let's get her naked wasted. Yeah, it took Gretchen to unite everyone in evil. 
Yes, it did. It did. She, I, Gretchen, yes. I loved her. She was an iconic character on The Housewives. Yeah. She was one of the yeah, names I that I too. knew before I watched anything. Speaking of Gretchen, uh, when Slade called uh, uh, Vicky Miss Piggy, do you remember they had a Watch What Happens Live where Vicky went on with Miss Piggy? And <laughs> no, I wasn't into it that, that era. Miss Piggy was sitting next to her, and they had like actual Miss Piggy with the actual puppeteer and everything. Oh my god, like sitting there next to Vicky, and it's like the best thing ever. And at one point, they're talking together. Um, and, and Vicky's like, I think Miss Piggy is glamorous. Look at her, she's gorgeous, she has a beautiful face, she's got beautiful hair and outfits, and da da da. And then and then they're they're like back and forth, and Vicky's like, yeah, and she sounds exactly like Miss Piggy. <laughs> that is the funniest. I need to go YouTube that as soon as this podcast is over. It's so good. Th- this is truly a piece of history. That's the one thing about Watch What ha- Watch What Happens Live that I love. <sighs> you know, despite the fact that it's hosted by Andy Cohen, we love that it's like it's got like these pieces of history that you would never get anywhere else. Yeah. Like Mariah Carey pleading the fifth, like talking about Eminem and, sh- and they're like, can you say three nice things about Eminem? And she's like, well, they come in a package. That's yes. very convenient. <laughs> yes. They come in all different, beautiful colors and they're tasty. There's peanut and there's regular. <laughs> that was, she's iconic for that. I remember so that. I, never, I That's never heard Watch What Happens Live for a long time. Yeah. I only started watching it recently. Yeah, well, you've got a lot you've got a lot of clips to catch up on. Hey, um hey, hey. Jen Jen tells Heather that she has to stop being friends with Angie H because she's not being ride or die. I don't agree with the concept of a ride or die. No, like, I will never ever stop talking to somebody because another person doesn't like them. I will never yeah. do that. Yeah, I agree. That's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, unless unless they like did something really horrible, like yeah, if they're yeah. like um a pedophile, like sure. Yeah, like I will do <laughs> it like... if I choose to like if, yes. if 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 I on my own am really uncomfortable by them or like really agree that they did something really horrible. But a lot of times when people have a beef with somebody else, I think it's a ridiculous beef. Yeah, I agree, and it's not. Um, delicious um, beef bulgogi or anything like that. No, it's it's not. It's bad beef. beef. (laughs) It's bad beef. It's bad. Um, Jen ends up crying and saying that the only person that she knows where she stands is Angie K because she's not friends with Angie H. And so everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, And Lisa's really pissed because Lisa's like, again, I didn't fucking do anything to you. So why? (laughs) And she's like, okay, so she's like, "You, you can see me as a friend or not see me as a friend, whatever. And she gets up and leaves. And then... Heather gets up and leaves as well, and they're they're both walking away at the same time. And Jen is like talking to Heather, but then Lisa's responding back, and it's great. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> Lisa's so funny. She's just so funny. I love it. I love it. Um, and Jen says, uh, and, well, Jen also brings up that Heather tried to make her choose between Heather and Lisa, which is true. Yeah, not to it the is. same extent, but but she she did very much try to like be like okay well you know are you on my side or are you on her side you know so although heather heather would never give an ultimatum because heather is so desperate to be friends with jen for some reason yeah Yeah. so heather's heather doesn't have the power to to give an ultimatum you know that's true she doesn't i'm also like impressed that like whitney was not more involved in this because whitney loves to get involved if there's one thing she likes to do is get involved girl Whitney, yes. 
Um, I am obsessed with Whitney right now. There was this whole article that just came out about Whitney's helling journey. <laughs> What's that? Oh, her healing journey. Yeah. Because, yes, because she can't, because cause it's the accent, right? It's hell and fell and thrill oh. and, you know. Yeah. So everyone's talking about that right now. I was saying last week because <laughs> she was teasing something. She was teasing some kind of project that she's announcing or whatever. And I was like, I feel like it's going to be a podcast and it's going to be called The Real Dill with Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> it should be The Real Dill. <laughs> Um, we get the what's up. We get the upcoming for next week, oh and man. it's the they show this the Marilyn Monroe party with the horrible wigs. Yeah, don't do that. Stop, stop doing costume parties. These shows never do that. Yeah, right. the costume parties are so bad. At least have a creative theme. Like, yeah, come up with something interesting. I never, ever, ever want to see a flapper party ever again. How many in my have they had? Life. Too many. I don't understand. Too it. fucking many. I feel like there's some franchises where they've had a flapper party more than once. There are. Like, I feel like Beverly Hills and New York have had multiple flapper parties each. Like, fucking stop it. And it's like, last year's in Crystal's basement was so sad. It was the saddest flapper party I've ever seen. And I don't know why. I know her husband is, like, very successful, has a super long career. He's, like, a huge, amazing success. But he gives me such, like, loser vibes. (laughs) Like, he's such a... Oh, 100%. Like... He's such a like milk toast, like a little pussy boy. Like I yeah. just I can't with him. This is why I'm like, is he a predator or is he just a loser? Like I don't understand which. Because like <laughs> they got together when she was eighteen and he was like forty eight, so like Oh yeah, that is weird, right? Yes, it's very weird. And like I'm not someone who's like not in I love age gap relationship. I love a good age gap relationship. Um but this one I'm like, ew, she was eighteen and he was in his forties. Yeah. Like, that's someone you sleep with, yeah. not someone you marry. Like I have to start getting ready soon to go to um, Mariah Carey. I'm right. seeing her tonight by myself because uh, yesterday Boa surprised me and she had got a ticket for me. Aww. And um, yeah, the, pers- the person that she got it from is, is works for Sephora and is friends with my friend Kevin who works at Sephora. So I'm like, that's so weird. What a small world. Um, But it's a really good seat too. It's like literally like, the third row from the stage, like right. Whoa. In yeah. So I'm going, I, I was going to go and like not go and drag, but because I'm so close to the stage and Mariah's going to see me, I'm going, I'm wearing my fucking replica dress. You're wearing a Christmas. Yeah. I'm wearing my Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is you replica dress that I had made in 2019 or 2020. And I'm going to fucking, she's going to see me and I'm going to Oh, gonna I, thought gonna 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 hey I thought you were going to wear your hey Santa. I thought you were going to wear your hey Santa. That's the one I have. Outfit. It's it's actually from All I Want for Christmas is You, um, but oh. I used it for the Osanta shoot because I didn't like the Osanta outfits <laughs> for me. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Para me, um, I prefer this other outfit. Gee, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to see well, that. She's going to die. <clears throat> She's going to be wearing the same outfit. You're going to have a great time. Yes, hold on one second. Um, yeah, I'll hold. I'll be right here if you need me. I'm just searching for a tagline. Do you have a tagline ready? Yeah. Okay. What is your tagline that you're doing? Why? <laughs> Don't you want to wait and hear it on the air? Okay. 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 Um, okay. 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 I'll do it. I'll do this one. Wait, who is that? Is that Vicky? What is it? I may be married to a plastic surgeon, but I'm 98% real. I don't know who that is. That's not Vicky. Vicky's I like not married to a plastic surgeon. 
No, that's gotta be that's gotta be Lisa. That's gotta be Lisa. Um, from my oh end. no 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 no! I know who it is. The one I'm looking at. Okay, I'll sh- I'll w- we'll say it and we'll whatever. Okay. So thank you guys so much for listening to this special edition of the podcast. If you would like to support the pod, please go to patreon.com slash notwellpod and follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash notwellpod. You can also follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and hive at allaboutieve6000 and on Twitter at alsoaboutieve. That's where all the real shit goes down. And Selena Vile, where can we find you? Hey, so I am on all the same socials as you, and my handle on all of those is at Selena Vile. And Selena is spelled the way you see it written there, or it's S-E-L-E-N-A-V-Y-L-E. For some reason, some people can't spell Selena, and it's really upsetting. <laughs> That's so weird. I just um... did, <laughs> I just did, you're going to love this, I just did a another party for Anne Kaplan, who is one of our Real Housewives of Toronto. Oh, fab. Yes. And every email She's and text lovely. she sent me, she spelled my name differently. And each one was a different spelling. <laughs> like S Y L E M A. I love her. It's Selena, like Selena Quintanilla, like Como La Flor. Like, <laughs> exactly. Como La Flor. <laughs> <laughs> Como La Flor. Um, <laughs> that is a great drag name. Anyway, Como La Flor. Anyway, go on. Yes, it's been lovely chatting with you. I've been Eve6000 and call animal control because there's a cougar on the loose in the OC. Who is that? I don't know. I think it's Tamara when she got divorced. It probably is Tamara. Okay. Yeah. And I've been Selena Vile and I give people enough rope to hang themselves with and the smart people don't. Bye, Bye, Wig. Wig!